Hi, this is Hedia and Andy and your Living Fearless devotional podcast and live broadcast. You could find all of our content on resurrectministry.com. It's our TV show, the articles from the Christian Post. You will find the Fearless Man podcast there too very mm -hmm. shortly. Yes. And you could drop us a comment. Uh, we read all of them personally. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to partner with us, there's a donate button for a contribution of any amount to help defray our production costs and uh, running the home church that we're trying to do every month. As soon as Andy is healed, we will be starting up again. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> You've had a chance to listen to a couple of the Fearless Man podcasts. How do you think it's going? It's going fantastic. Really? Yes. That's I love good. them. That's good. I love studying for them. It really makes me happy to go through some of that stuff and that's, look at it from a different perspective. Right? Yeah. That's what the best thing about writing and doing um, something that you have to prepare for mm -hmm. is you learn. Yeah. Isn't that's it awesome. awesome? Carrie News. Hi, Carrie. Nice to see you. Uh, all right. Thanks We're, for saying hi, Carrie. Yes, for sure. I mean, more people need to say hi as they as they log on. Um, we uh, need to get rid of that frame. There we go. We are reading from <laughs> from morning by morning. Uh, it is a devotional by Charles Spurgeon, and we are here on July 29th, and the reference is Psalm 73, 23. It says, yet I am always with you. And always, it seems like I'm always with you. Me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's what we do. But that's not what this is about. No. It's about God, God always being with us. And hopefully he's always with us too. Yes. I believe he is. Yes, for sure. That's why it is a three, a triune uh, rope, the three. Yes. What's the word I always got? I never can remember the word. Three braided. strand rope. Three braided strand. Three braided strand. Yeah, something like that. I got to really write that down and put it in a post-it note. Because every time I try to bring it up, I can never spit it out. Uh, All right. Uh, here we go from Charles Spurgeon. It says, yet, as if to say, in spite of all the foolishness and ignorance that David had been confessing to God, this is from yesterday's devotional. Uh, he was not at all less certain he was saved and accepted and that the blessings of being constantly in God's presence were undoubtedly his. Important. Fully aware of his own sinful condition and the deceitfulness and vileness of his nature, he nevertheless sings through a glorious outburst of faith. Yet, I am always with you. Even though I've been a beast in front of you. Right. Believer, do you feel compelled to agree with Asaph who composed this Psalm of David? Do you agree with his confession and acknowledgement of sin and in the same spirit say, yet since I belong to Christ, I am continually with God? By saying I am always with you, he meant I am continually on his mind and he is always thinking of my welfare. The eyes of the Lord are constantly on me. For he who watches over me will neither slumber nor sleep. I am continually in his hand, and no one can snatch me out of the Father's hand. My name is constantly on his heart as a memorial, just as the high priest constantly wore the breastplate bearing each of the names of the sons of Israel over his heart. You are always thinking of me, O Lord, or God. Your deep love continually yearns for me. And your sovereignty is always working for my good. You have set me like a seal on your arm, for your love is as strong as death. 
Many waters cannot quench your love. Rivers cannot wash it away. What astonishing grace that you see me in Christ and that in myself alone, I would be abhorred by you, but that you see me clothed in Christ's garments and washed in his blood. Thus I stand accepted in your presence. Consequently, I am always in your favor, always with you. In this, in this is found true comfort for the tried and afflicted soul who may appear calm on the outside, but is vexed by an inner storm. Yet say it, yet, yet say it in your heart and receive the peace it gives. Yet I am always with you. No matter what. I love it. It's really an important lesson about repentance hmm. because I feel like the way we sometimes look at repentance as Christians is we got to do it once when we get saved, turn and repent, we get saved. And then people either think that that was enough. All my sins are forgiven on the cross. I don't need to, I don't need to ask for repentance anymore. Or they don't accept the salvation and still live in guilt and shame thinking the repentance wasn't enough. And what he's describing here is so, it's said so eloquently and beautifully, which is be like David in knowing you are saved and knowing you are loved and that God is always with you. But apologize when you act like an idiot. Mm. You know what I mean? Just go to God, just like you would expect your child to come to you and be like, oh, whoops. You know, I broke something. I broke a glass. I got bad grades. Like they're not afraid to come, assuming you're, you know, you got that kind of relationship with your child, but they're not afraid to come and be like, I messed up. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we shouldn't be afraid and we should be in a constant practice of going to God and being like, I'm sorry, that was just poor form. I shouldn't have done that. Not, not thinking we need to repent to be saved. We, we, the salvation's done for believers. Mm -hmm. we, we repent to be washed and purified of all unrighteousness. Right. You know, so I just love the way he describes that so beautifully. And, and the scripture that he cites also describes that. And that like love poem he wrote at the end. That's awesome. I'm like a tattoo on God's arm. Hmm. Do I have permission to go back to um, a little bit of yesterday's talk? Sure. That had to do with a reference to dogs. <laughs> sure. <laughs> As so many of my references go. Um, uh, first, though, uh, now that you're giving me permission, let me uh, just say uh, hi to Lisa Wood. Hi, Lisa. Nice to see you. Good evening. And I love this name. Jeans Papa Beans. <laughs> <laughs> the she little piggy. Said, she says, praise God. Uh, what's your favorite Bible verse? Maybe we get to that towards the end. Maybe, sure. Yeah. And then uh, Carrie says. I have a problem believing that he loves me. I know he loves everyone else. Oh, wow. Oh, Carrie. Uh, Jesus loves you. He died on the cross for you. He died on the cross. If you were the only person on the earth, he still would have went to the cross. Uh, it's, it's very important. I, I know for me to realize that the person that Christ sees is the, uh, that soul that was created and marked for him before the creation of the universe. 
So he knew the numbers on our head. He knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. That spirit, that creation was marked for his that no one could snatch from the father's hand. And that's the person he loves. Now we, we muddy ourselves up through our lives. It's just like a kid that goes out and plays in the mud. You still love the kid, even though the kid's dirty. You know, it's, you know, your kid is still in there behind all the dirt. Uh, Even when a kid, God forbid, you know, goes into drug addictions and whatever it may be, you know, your kid's still in there. Mm. And that's the way Jesus loves us. It's that, that child, my son, my daughter, no matter what we've done to ourselves. And especially once we're saved and our sins are forgiven on the cross, the sins didn't disappear. We still had committed them, but they're forgiven because he's telling us, I love that child. I love that creation that I knew since the beginning of time. Mm. And I, I think that's why he's constantly calling us to childlike faith, because he wants to remind us that's how he sees us. Right. And Carrie, every time you write your name, Carrie News, be reminded of the good news. Oh, the good news. That Jesus Christ died for your sins because love he loves you. you. He truly loves you. So every time you write your name on a check, every time you write your name down to sign a piece of paper, just be reminded of the good news. That's amazing. I wish now I wish my last name was news. Right. Uh, but uh, always be reminded of that. And so uh, I think this kind of ties in. <laughs> this ties in. Yes, dogs. This ties into what I want to talk about is that, you know, how I told you that the dogs were treated when I was trained and I was very good at doing the same thing. I, I, I thought that that's the way that you were supposed to train dogs because that's how I was told. You must shock them with cattle prods. You must hit them with a stick across their paws or the, over their faces or their heads. Oh, that's um, and, um, and this is how the training that was going on at the time when I was a handler, early on in my training, in my early 20s, in the first two years with my dog, who was an amazing dog, by the way. He did not ever deserve to be beat. But one day he was beat so badly that he laid on the ground and rolled on his side, which he'd never done. And, and he essentially said, you know, you, mm. are you just going to continue to beat me? He goes, I'm done. I mean, why are you continuing this? I wasn't doing it. The trainer was, but I was allowing it to happen. Mm. This is important for you to hear this. <laughs> and um, so I, um, this is in my book, Walking with God and a Dog. And so the, the idea that that, that dog was beaten so badly on this one particular day that all the way home, I just thought, wow, what a horrible person. I allowed this to happen. I didn't say no or stop because they were in charge. I was a young cop and this is where we've always gone. And they had to be the experts. They had to know what they were doing. doing. Mm. And I allowed it to happen because they were the people in charge. A couple of days later, I'm on a call looking for two bad guys that just shot somebody. And this is the whole basis for my book is that I learned that it is possible, regardless of what was done to Jesus Christ, whatever it is that we put him in that position to do that, where God had to send him down because we were such horrible people, that, that Jesus Christ was beaten and nailed to our sins. That dog, two days later, after I allowed him to be beaten to where he laid on the ground bleeding and, and, and whining and crying in pain, the two days later, he would save my life because a man was behind a door with a gun was about to kill me. And if not for my dog smelling him behind the door and biting him so that he can pull his leg out so I could see it, that man would execute me because he was ready to go. And that was what he was planning on doing when I walked so in that great. room. 
that it, it you you would think I I thought there's no way this dog is going to work for me ever again that yeah. he would not do it why would he do that I just allowed him to get beaten by this man and I did nothing to stop it just like the people that were standing on the road when Jesus was dragging his cross yeah. beaten and yet my dog saved my life you you cannot you cannot go on feeling that way you cannot because I'm I'm telling you I've seen it in the in the form of my dog and we read in the Bible, the, bright, the Bible is truth. And um, we know that, that Jesus Christ died for our sins and was nailed to the cross, which is uh, a wood um, wood of sin, of, yeah. of all of our sins from, so for true. then, for now, and in the future. Um, so never feel that way again. Uh, tonight is the last night you feel that way. Amen. Um, does that all work? Absolutely. Worked, worked out. Um I think it was because before my mom died, she said she never loved me. Mm. Well, that's the wonderful thing about having the, Jesus Christ as our father is it gets rid of uh, the reliance on bad parents. I think everybody has a version of a bad parent. And I'm sorry if yours was worse than most. But uh, Jesus is the, is the perfect. We are the perfect children to our perfect father. And um, hopefully it will replace the pain that you feel from your mom because you are uh, perfectly, wonderfully made and loved by your Lord. No greater love than that. Um, do you have any, um, did you ever in the time that you were becoming a Christian that you ever had, when you're making the transition because you came from a faith of, of being, you know, in Islam where it got the God was, Vindictive. Vindictive. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but that's much better. Um, I was going to say a jerk. Um, but, um, and then coming over to Christianity, where was it hard for you to, to, to feel that now you believed in a, in the true God that loved you, no matter what you had done, no matter where you had been, was there any difficulty in making that I transition? didn't have a problem believing that he would love me no matter where I'd been. I had a problem. I was still unconditionally loved even though I sinned mm. because I was conditioned to believe that you lost something every time you sinned so I was always afraid that I wouldn't be as loved uh, because I sinned so mm. that's been a process for me learning that he loves me unconditionally right very cool uh Jan French asked where she could find my book it is on Amazon I, I just sent the, the title is actually Falco F-A-L-C-O walking with God and the dog when I when I say it, I just use the the second half of the, of the title. Uh, I put a link in the description for uh, for you if you just click on that. That should send you to the Amazon uh, link. Um, Lisa Wood says, "God is our Father, and Jesus taught us that we pray our Father, Abba, in the Spirit." He cried. A, he taught us to cry, "Abba, Father," as an term similar to daddy the creator of the universe cares for each one of us as if we were the only child he had mm. amen wow and kate mary has a prayer request for her girlfriend's son who went to mexico to get out of australia has only access to two airlines being unvaxxed and he's in a pickle now because his bank sees his bank account assets without reason he only had 90 dollars cash on him oh lord they demanded he come in person before they release it sorry this is long 
Um, absolutely, we'll be praying for him that the Lord will make a way. He's the way maker, the miracle worker, and he'll make a way where there is no way. And, and we rely on uh, the Lord Jesus Christ to make that way for him and bring him home safely. Yeah. Wow. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Jesus, please get him out of the pickle. Yes. Robert says. And he keeps forgiving us. Yes. I wonder... I often wonder when is enough enough. <laughs> At my age, there's been plenty of forgiveness. Amen. Yes. Wow. Um. I do know that how I feel does not matter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I got to get way down here. Iris and... is saying hi. Hi, Iris. Hi, Iris. Nice to see you. De la Torre. Uh, Kate saying, I broke through my fear and trusted God. I've been out four days this week, feeling drunk with freedom. <laughs> yes, the, the Lord sets free is free indeed, Kate. Yeah, I'm so happy so, to hear that. So happy. You really have brought me and Andy tremendous joy telling that story. So yes. thank you so much for sharing that. You know, we've been so fortunate that God has used us to, uh, to speak to some people that just needed to hear about God or about maybe it is maybe our testimony has something to do with it but this God is using it and there are some pretty cool things you know some some people it. that were Muslims that were brought to Christ and that kind of stuff but I, I don't know why but Kate's story and that God has given him that given her that freedom oh my favorite I, I I've told it I've told it to a few people. <laughs> so, yes. You know, if, if there's anything, if, I mean, the two years that I've been doing this, if this is the one thing that came out of it, it's all worth it. That and Priscilla. Oh, and Priscilla, yeah. <laughs> because yes. Priscilla is just a wonderful sister, and she tells Andy how she drew closer to the Lord and came back to church mm -hmm. as a result of him starting the devotionals and comes to our church, drives down, brings her grandchildren to church too. And it's just such a lovely story of connecting people back with, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And then she prayed and prayed over a job that was just horrific. Yes. And then she, he made we a way. On, he, yes. yeah, he made a way for her to leave that job to get a new job. She and she's fantastic never job. been happier. She just uh, put a post up today thanking God for, I don't know if it's a year that she's been there, but it's a, a while, six months or however long it's been. Oh, but I she's just so incredibly happy. And Jan uh, uh, agrees and, and says, yay to Kate. And Priscilla's story is so precious to you. Yeah, we love it. Yes, so awesome. Let's get to the scripture. Oh, <laughs> that's not scripture. Uh, hold on. I, uh, I, oh, there we go. I'm sorry. I brought it up in the page that I brought up the Amazon. In. All right. Uh, Psalm 73, 23. This is part of the Psalm of Asaph where um, David's talking about how foolish and ignorant he is. And then he switches over and says, nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. And I think that no matter how much David sinned, that's why he's such a great story. That's why everybody loves the story of David in the Bible, because he continually, unfortunately, was had fleshly shortcomings. But God said, he's a man after my own heart, because he was constantly, to me, the understanding of that means he was constantly chasing God's heart, because mm. he just, he was so in love with God despite the fact that he couldn't restrain himself sometimes he just he confessed his sins and then came back and confessed and came back and just constantly just in love with god mm. is there a significance as to that he specifically says his right hand as opposed to my hand well my understanding is that the 
godly functions are from the right hand. Angel, your good angels on your right hand. Moses' staff was in his right hand. He parted the sea with his right hand. That there is significance to a, a spiritual significance to the right as opposed to the left. Okay. So happy conservatives chose to be on the right. You right? No coincidence there. <laughs> Makes me so happy. <laughs> Psalm 33, 18. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose lip, lips, on those who hope <laughs> is in his unfailing love. I don't know why I kept saying lips there. It was on his lips when he spoke it. Yeah. yeah. Psalm uh, 121.4. I'm a little sleepy too. <laughs> Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Indeed, he who is in who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. Well, it will um, it'll be awake? Uh, awake for, to God. protect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. Always protecting. He yes. doesn't take a nap. He doesn't nap. Oh. All right, John ten twenty nine. My father, who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. Awesome. Thank God. Thank God. Because <laughs> God knows some people would like to snatch us out of his hand. Right. Right. Like the pebble out of uh, Kung Fu. Yeah. Snatch the pebble out of my hand. Did you ever watch Kung Fu? No. It was an amazing show. It was one of my favorites. Uh-oh. Carradine. Uh, David Carradine? David Carradine. It was amazing. It was such a spectacular show. It wasn't Christian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's not as bad as Cheech and Chong. <laughs> I would watch Kung Fu and then listen to the, the, the Cheech and Chong album. And then maybe Bill Cosby. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Aerosmith. And then Ted Nugent. Hey, um, so tonight... Yeah, we'll, watch, we'll just read this in one second. So tonight we were at uh, the Taste of Yorba Linda. Yes. It was a lot of fun. Could have been better, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, a little, I was a little taken aback by that comment. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've been to these tastes before. It's fun being with you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we did a little show while we were there. Yeah. We talked about what needs to happen here in Yorba Linda. And one of the, the issues, I mean, one of the, we just need to change so much that's going on in our world is that it was half the size that it normally was is oh. because people can't leave their businesses because they're so the short-handed. They can't say, hey, we well, need two waiters and a, and a, bu a, wow. a busboy to go man a booth at Taste of Your Belinda for marketing purposes. And they can't do that because there's not enough people to work. Wow. But... I had fun because I got to interview. I got to interview you on my show, the Andy Falco show, oh. as a guest, and then uh, Todd Frazier, who's running for the school board. Yes, I thought he did an amazing job on his interview. Um, a Christian man, and uh, I'm looking forward to him getting voted Great in. Couple, yep. Great people. And then Rich English, who uh, English, who I did not get a chance to interview, um, but uh, he's also running. A great Christian. Ingle. Uh, Ingle. 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 You're right. Where are you? You need to be the producer of the Andy Falco show. And uh, and so that would be awesome. But um, yeah, they're just, I, I liked it. It just was half the size that it used to be uh, or has been in the past because of the, the lack of man and woman power at these restaurants. All right, really quick. We want to get Lisa's uh, uh, comment here that says. 
Standing on the right side of a dignitary is considered the place of honor. Often when Jesus ascended into heaven, he sat at the right hand. Oh, that's another one, another <laughs> example. I didn't even remember that one. At the right hand of majesty. If you're saved by God's right hand, you're saved by Jesus, his right hand man. Amen. Nice. Very significant. I would say then, then there's a very significant yes. reason why he specifically said right hand. Yes. And not left. And Carrie's laughing. laughing. <laughs> Kate says. Amen. He is in control. I am safely tucked up in his hand. That's awesome. Hallelujah. All the time, sister. And Lisa says. Cutest, funniest couple ever. I think. Is she talking about Todd Frazier and his wife? I think she's talking about us. Oh, Me that's making good. fun of your TV shows. <laughs> and Robert said, and you ate too much. Did you eat too much? I, I think. I think I, we kind of managed it, no? Ate so yeah, much weird know, stuff. Yes. Uh, that was one of the problems, too. Usually the big restaurants, uh, I mean, Taps was there, which is a, a fairly popular restaurant in this area. Um, and then there was lamppost uh, lamp pizza and that kind of thing. But uh, none of the other restaurants, like Oceans and Earth wasn't there, as far as I know. Uh, no. I didn't see them at all. I don't think they were. And, um, you know, just a number of other uh, major restaurants. So you didn't have the good quality food. I'm telling you, and I, I, I'm sorry, but in most cases, they have some pretty good food there. It's like it's a lot like, of good desserts. Because they're trying food. to get you to, to, to taste the taste of whatever city sure. is to show people that live in that community what a great place it is that they can go to and how good right. the food is. So they're not going to bring their crappy food. <laughs> but tonight I think they did. <laughs> it just wasn't appealing. <laughs> really long lines. Yeah, but the, the people, we sat in a, in a table oh, with all of our friends yeah, and absolutely. got to chat and you got to connect with some friends that have been around us, but you didn't, you never really yeah, got to know them before. Yeah. And they were awesome. Really, really, really great people. Yes. Carrie says she just smiles at you too. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Carrie. <laughs> and Lisa says. Uh, she's talking about us because we're smart, relatable, and funny. <laughs> and Good. relatable. And helpful. Helpful. Yes. I'm not very helpful right now. I felt so bad that uh, everybody grabbed a table and was moving tables, and I my butt sat on a chair. I well, did not. Even, I did not even get up. That's true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I won't vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> we're just kidding, Todd. But yeah, we're just kidding, Todd. I love Todd. He's a good guy. Yeah. I can see us doing a show together. You and Todd? Yes. A man we show. Do, we could do the Fearless Man Show together. Yeah, we could get him on there from time to time. Cares <laughs> says yes, this. <laughs> All right, my love. Uh, anything else you got for us? You have to pack. You got a big, you're going to a wedding with your mom. How cool is that? Oh, boy. You should see the stress. Hubba, oh. hubba, hubba. <laughs> I love that. Look at, show your nails. Oh, it matches my blue Oh, nails. my gosh. And her toes look exactly the same. I mean, her toes aren't long. <laughs> I'm going to look like a giant blueberry. <laughs> her toes look like toes. They don't look like that. But <laughs> they're the same color. <laughs> She's not like a monkey. Find you, <laughs> well, I just want to make sure because you held up your head. I go, so they look just like her toes. I go, what? She has long toes, like an ape? No, <laughs> no. I've been, I've been compared to a dog and an <laughs> ape and a chimpanzee. At least you haven't been compared to a taco like no. Joe Biden. You would compare me to a hummus, falafel, a falafel, <laughs> which you did when we first met. Yes. 
And you asked me if I like falafel and rode camels. I asked if you like falafel. Yeah, you do eat falafel and ride camels. And I asked at the end of the service, hey, can I walk you to your camel? Yes. And uh, you said, I'm not driving a candle, cam camel, candle or a camel. <laughs> we are so tired, my friends. Um, do a show with Victor Marks and his dogs, Andy. Do you know who Victor Marks is? Is he one of the Marks brothers? <laughs> they're dead, honey. <laughs> oh, they're not still it's alive? 2022. Groucho. <laughs> Zippo. Uh, Zippo. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know Victor Marks. Okay, I'm let's, have to look let's him up. tie it back. Let's tie it back. Let's bring it on back. How do we bring this back? How do we bring it on back? Okay. Can I just let this wash over you, my friends? Yes. You were always thinking of me. Oh, God. Your deep love continually yearns for me, and your sovereignty is always working for my good. You have set me like a seal on your arm for your love is as strong as death. Many waters can't quench your love and rivers cannot wash it away. What astonishing grace that you see me in Christ and that in myself alone, I'd be abhorred by you, but that you see me clothed in Christ's garments and washed in his blood. Thus I stand accepted in your presence. Consequently, I am always in your favor, always with you. Wow. I love that. Remember that. Let that wash over you, folks. <laughs> you are always with God, and he is always with you. Hmm. You made me a little steamy-eyed. Mm -hmm. Wow, that was awesome. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Um, Hedy's got to get... Uh, packing for the big wedding yeah in that beautiful blue dress yes my blueberry dress that's gonna be amazing we're, i was trying to bring it back and not go yes. back to it no, i'm just... thinking about tomorrow okay i can't wait i can't <laughs> wait <laughs> why well, you gotta ruin it uh because god is great okay. god is great god put us together yeah it's amazing safe travels thank you doesn't get any better than that right lisa yeah, absolutely and Kate says it's her favorite scripture. Look at that. And he rescues Muslim women. Look at that. It, Amen, oh. sister. He does. He rescues, redeems, and restores with the locust stole. So grateful. And with that, go to the Edify app, edifi.app, and uh, subscribe to our podcast. That would be amazing. Yeah. And uh, with that, we will see you on another podcast. All right. God we, bless. We love you guys. God Good bless. Good night. Take care. <laughs>